Hey everyone, welcome to the Lang Foundations podcast. This is your co-host Davis Hambrick. Joining alongside me always is Walker Lott. What's up, Walker? What's up, Davis? How's your day? Good, man. I uh, trying to figure out what's wrong with my drone at work. I can't figure out. Uh-oh. It's taken half of the pictures that I need and not giving me other half, and I don't know why it's doing that. But what about you? Well, luckily it's the your work's drone, so you don't have to pay for it. <laughs> <laughs> those things are not cheap uh man not too much just hanging out uh i had a good day at work traveling up to uh your neck of the woods tomorrow that's right pretty what much you getting for dinner what, what what are we getting for dinner i don't know greek probably this usually seems to be the way that we go we had an awesome guest on the show two guests actually uh husband and wife duo paul and susan cadillac up in boston massachusetts uh so it might be our first Boston, Massachusetts people, and our first duo together in the same room. <laughs> make the correction. Uh, no, they were super cool. It, it was really awesome to see just the passion that they had for what they do, uh, which is what a lot of people have, but you can just truly see how much they cared for it. And they cared about their clients, and they cared about their work, and they clear- cared about uh, just seeing it through to the finish line. And the little minute details, too, that Susan would pull out, even asking, you'll hear in the show, asking where, where do you keep your broom? You know, just little things like that that no one really usually, I didn't think about it, no one thinks about until you've done it so many times and you've seen uh, just not even, you know, the hardships, but just the little struggles that that homeowners might have every day that just a simple fix can make it a lot easier. So getting to listen to them and how they started in their story and just the work ethic and passion that they have is truly incredible and it's really cool uh, to get to to know them and, and have new friends that we can can lean on and talk more about uh, just how much we love construction and, and people in it and the people uh, that we do it for. Davis, what, what did you think? Well, I loved Walker is kind of piggybacking off of what you mentioned, but, you know, the intentionality that Susan and Paul have with the homeowner. I think when you talked about that in the podcast and you talked about how you're not just creating a home, you're creating that place where that person comes home to every day. And I mean, that just that carries the importance, right? And when you think about that, the people that, that build things in our society, that they build people, they build places for people to go to work, they build places for people to go home. Like if we did not have tradesmen and women to be able to build the things that we live in, um, I mean, we just wouldn't be where we're at today. So I just think it's cool to think about that. But also one of the other things I really loved is how they married the construction real estate aspect together in business. Like that's yeah. so, it's so unique and so awesome to me to think about that's someone first person I've known that actually built something, but also has a real estate brokerage for the same exact thing. And it's under the same company. Like that's amazing. And I'm thinking about, you know, what is that picture for us? What are we doing? Like the have something in one area, but also it marries well in the other and something people really don't think about, right. The construction or real estate in- industry, but you and I have talked about it a lot. It really does marry together if you know what you're doing. So I say all those things because, um, you know, it's pretty cool just getting to hear people, hear from people, getting to listen from them, getting to understand their perspective and goes back to listen, learn, and leave with the question. Guys, without further ado, Paul and Susan Cadillac. Paul and Susan, welcome to the show. Super excited to have you on. I think this is the first dual podcast we've had with two people on the other side. So that's pretty exciting. Uh, looking forward to seeing the uh, the way you two work on that end. But just to begin with, who are you? What are you doing? Where are you from? My name is Susan Cadillac. This is my husband, Paul. Uh, we are based in Burlington, Mass., which is north of Boston. And we do home renovations, home building, 
pretty much anything with the home. You know, Susan's a licensed real estate broker. So we have a real estate brokerage, um, you know, we're a design build. Um, you know, if you, anything that you can think of with a home, we pretty much are involved with. That's awesome. So we try to make a one-stop shop for our nice. clients. Yeah. And uh, just so I can hit on Walker real quick. Walker, we've had several duos no, before. No, we so have not. Yeah. We had Nate and Scott Wadsworth. <laughs> oh, you're right. We have that yeah. duos. We've had, we've had you so forget about ago? Nate and Scott, man? I, I, I forget completely about forgot guys. we've had duos. Yeah, but they weren't in the same room, though. They were... They okay. were on different, different. I'll give you that. Same room. I'll give you that. Paul always says, that. "Don't let the truth get in the way of a good story." Yeah. So we'll there just, you, you know, just let that one go. That's we'll the same we have in the firehouse. <laughs> yeah, don't let the truth get in the Y'all way. Y'all are of sitting story. next to each other. That's what I meant. Right. It's like <laughs> Battleship. I feel like right now, you know, we're playing you guys. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. What's your uh, B three? The, the board behind you kind of looks like Battleship. You can play there on that. Go. Totally. Well, Susan, I really wanted to after what Paul mentioned before and kind of going through your website, I saw that you brought Paul into construction. And so I want to really ask you about what was your background and how you got into it? Because for people in our generation, I think it's really cool to get to see into the life of a, a Susan and a Paul and figure out how they progress in their career in construction, specifically for y'all in the home building industry. Tell us a little bit about your industry or your path into construction, Susan. Sure. Yeah. So I, my grandfather and my father both came over from Italy um, and they, you know, they were in the construction, they were in the trades um, and I was the oldest girl. So I was always, you know, doing estimates and ordering materials. And even when we were little kids, they always had us on job sites. I don't know why. Um, (laughs) Free babysitter, I guess. Um, But we were, we were always on job sites. So we kind of grew up um, on the job sites and I have an older brother and the thing that used to get me so mad was that we, my grandfather had an excavator and a backhoe and they used to let him drive the truck and they wouldn't mm. let me drive it because I was right. a girl. And that right. just, that just Infuriated. got me really mad. So, right. yeah. So I blame them. Um, <laughs> <laughs> so that's, so I just kind of grew up in the business. So that's just kind of how I came into it. And then, um, you know, just doing renovations and, and building. And I built my first house when I was 23 um, awesome. again, crazy, that's I what I said. 23. I'm like, I was like drinking with my friends. I couldn't <laughs> right. take care of myself. Right. I was like, I just wanted to build a house. I don't know why I bought the worst lot you could possibly buy. Um, but anyway, so I, cool. so when I met Paul, I was already in, in construction. Yeah. And he was, he was doing sales. I was, I was doing sales and I was also in the process of trying to get on the fire department here locally. So nice. the way that works is you take awesome. a test, uh, every other, it's like police one year, fire one year. So they, the, every year that they offer the test, you have to retake it. So you stay updated on the list. So if you don't take it, you know, you can't stay on oh, the geez. list. Right. So I took, uh, it took me 12 years to get on. It took many tests. Wow. And, uh, wow. I think when Susan heard that, she was like, okay, I can, I can work him. I can work with him. <laughs> it's, it's, Persistent. Persistent, right. yeah. <laughs> um, so it's it's funny. So when I was doing sales and I met her, you know, it was I was waiting to get on the department. There was some guys retiring and so forth. So there was, you know, a little bit of a wait in between. Right. So when I met her, so uh, I met her at a Christmas party and I remember talking with her and I said, she was talking about how she was a good cook. And I was like, I'll be the judge of that, you know, being cocky, thinking I'm full of myself. And so uh, the next night though, I went to her house and she we had chicken parm and she had a dump truck in her driveway. And I was like, oh. I was like, whose dump truck is that? She's like, it's mine. And I was like, oh. 
Interesting. <laughs> I was like, I've never been on a date with a girl who owned a dump truck before. All right. Every girl should have a dump cool. truck. Yeah, scratch that right. off the list. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. So that was my introduction into um, her construction background. And then I got in the department about two years or so after we were together. And um, then I was like, I'm going to learn how to golf. I don't even golf now, but I was like, I'm going to learn how to golf. I'm going to learn all these yeah. hobbies. I'm going to learn how to whittle wood and like do all these, you know. <laughs> so the schedule is like 24 hour shift. So he would, you know, the, the way the shift is, there's a lot of days off in between. So yeah, he thought he was going to have all this free time. And I was like, I don't, I don't think that's that's he said, idea. nope, that's not going to yeah. happen. No, like, I have a better activity for you. <laughs> yeah, like, you're going to learn Driving the dump truck. Yeah. Oh, oh, believe me, that thing, that dump truck's like a, if you meet a girl and you go on a date and the dog doesn't like you, that dump truck was the dog. Yeah, you couldn't like drive you. it. She's like, nope. It was a you're, terrible dump that's truck. That's it. It was. It almost killed me several times, but I persevered oh, wow. with it. I think it liked me at the end. But uh, yeah, it was, it was funny when we started getting into, you know, when I started getting into learning construction. It was about 2008. Like 2008. Okay. So, you know, oh, good time to learn construction. Oh, yeah. Great time. Great time. <laughs> yeah. You know what the economy was then. So there wasn't a lot of these pretty beautiful jobs that you want to post on Instagram. It was a lot of work that was like structural work. And right. um, yeah. yeah, we were in the city, like, you know, old, old buildings that have tree yeah. trunks holding them up. So we were doing, you know, lally columns and footings and repointing foundations Jeez. and ceiling foundations. And that was, you know, that was a lot of work that we were doing because at that time it was um there was a lot of bank work and it was right. you know guaranteed. Which, which we love foundations by the way just we love for, yes we love that. foundations hey we like to lay foundations so <laughs> big foundation <laughs> people yeah so we want to make sure those foundations from the 1800s have a long long life yeah especially where we are there's a lot of old houses with the stone wall foundations and everything so it's really actually it's kind of cool to see all that stuff when yeah. you, you do see it you're like man this for sure for how long but um yeah it wasn't anything glorious but it was my introduction and it was very eye-opening for me and humbling in the same sense because I was learning what, you know, some people do this all day, every day. Yeah. Right. You know, and, uh, digging holes and doing that kind of structural work. And it is not easy work. So it definitely gave me a perspective on, you know, everybody that we work with now, you know, yeah. what they have to go through and what they have to do and, and really appreciate, you know, the effort that they put in for us to, to you know, get the results that we get. So, yeah. um, you know, I wouldn't trade it for anything. It was It was not fun by any means, but it was also very eye-opening and it gave me um a perspective from what you know somebody else that's doing that all day has to do yeah well that what's great about that is a lot of people especially nowadays are so afraid to do those jobs because they think well for one they might think they're better than that which no one is but you know they think i don't want to do, someone else can do that job i don't want to do, i want to start here i want to start higher at the totem pole but the great thing about jobs that honestly suck is that they teach you a lot of things that you might not have known about yourself and also just might not have known in general. So for you two, now you know what you don't want to do, but you also know <laughs> what you really enjoy doing. Right. And that sets a lot of people up because Davis and I both are big believers in that, you know, no matter what experience you're going through or what part of life or job or whatever, like you can always get something from it, good or bad. And oh, you like can that. learn yeah. something that, that you will keep forever even from the worst situation. And then you can learn how not to do things. Davis and I have learned a lot of how not to do things through this process, but also the other way of how to do things, you know? So for you to take us through more of your history of when you, you're now together, uh, you, you know, y'all at this point have been in the industry for like 10 plus years, right? Doing this 
housework and, and renovations and building, you know, so from you getting into the fire department, y'all getting together and driving dump trucks, doing structural work, how did that take off into Cadillac homes and where y'all are now? Yeah, well, I mean, you know, to back up a little bit, Susan's been selling real estate for 20 years, you know. Oh, wow. Um, so she's been in the game a long time. She's been in the up markets, the down markets, you know, so she's very skilled and she experienced yeah. in that. Yeah. Um, so even that experience of working on those old houses, you know, when you're in on the real estate side, you know, to be able to look at those old foundations and be able to explain, you know, what that is. I mean, it's, you know, take the all of it kind of crosses into both. Yeah. to both sides of the business. Yeah, it's like I'm a firefighter and an EMT. Um, you know, they go hand in hand, but a lot wow. of people want to be one or the other. And I always mm -hmm. look at the construction and the real estate the same way. Sometimes you meet like real estate agents who know nothing about yep. the construction right. side of how that house is built. And then you have, you know, the same thing just said, they don't want to deal with anything on the real estate side. But having both of those pieces, I think really has elevated our game and you know more so with susan with the design and everything because she knows space she knows when she walks through with clients yep. like you know could i put a table here with chairs no you don't have enough room or you know she can visualize what they really um want you know and it's hard people know what they like but they don't know how to always articulate it right and i think she's really good at pulling those pieces out of their head and kind of peeling back those layers and that process of you know what people know what they indefinitely do not like about their yeah. existing house. So we want to find that out so we can build off of that, not recreate that for them. Yeah. And even from a project perspective, um, having the real estate background, if someone comes to us, like, you know, we had someone recently, they want to put three additions on their house and I'm like, well, you know, you might be a little bit overspent here and, yeah. you know, just being able to get that perspective as well. Yeah. What did you, so what did y'all, or I guess, Susan, did you just, from being around in the business with your family, you were kind of in the home business. What what made you want to go into realty? Because I like the perspective. There's not a lot of people that have that perspective. And Walker talk and I talk about it all the time. We've talked, we've had a few real estate people that just strictly do real estate come on and they told us, man, since you know the construction side, if you can get into real estate and just gain some knowledge there, y'all would be great together working through this. So Susan, tell me how did you get into real estate and what was kind of that motivating factor? Yeah, so I have a cousin who sells real estate up in up in Canada, and it was really through him that he, you know, as we were talking. Um, so I was 20 when I got my real estate license as well. So I I just like I jumped into everything all at the same time, you know, just you know, just crazy. Even when I got my real estate license, when I joined, they were like, "You're not even old enough to drink," and I was like, "Guys, I am not here to drink. That is not what I'm here for." <laughs> yeah. Right. So right. I've, I've always done, done both and they've always kind of, you know, fed off of each other. So in doing projects for clients and, and helping, you know, you know, I just, we, I just recently had a client who had reached out because they wanted to build a home, um, but we ended up finding them a home in the location awesome. they wanted. So we have a lot of clients like that who maybe they, they don't know if they want to build, they don't know if they want to buy, they don't know what they want to do. So having, you know, having always done both it's definitely a skill set that crosses into into both businesses I, I think it's also helped us over the last few years because the market's just been going up 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 and up and then people are constantly like we don't you know we don't know if we can get another house for this yeah. price and then what's up and so like kind of weighing out their options of like you know look let's figure it out what will it cost to renovate you know what do you want to do what will that cost what will it cost to buy a new house what will it cost to That's tear cool. your existing house down so it's really like opening up that field for them and giving them those different yeah. options and I mean, she's really, really good about like pinpointing those numbers for people and really trying to, we really just try to give them the information that they need 
Um, because now, you know, it's like people just want the truth, right? When you go buy a car years ago, it's like the guy would, you know, he had the information. It was like the secretive thing and you had to kind of try to draw it out. Of it out of but then they never yeah. got the truth, right? But now yeah. it's like information is so easy to get and people have it. And a lot of times when they ask you, they're, they're asking you because they already know the answer. They want to see if you tell them the truth. And it's like, or they want an opinion. Yeah, they want, they want, yeah, want your they professional want opinion. That. Right, right. Yeah. So it's it's just, I think we look at that like we would want the same thing from someone if they asked us our yeah. opinion on something, you know, um, it's just wild how a lot of people don't do that. So, right. um, you know, it's worked well for us, I think. So I think we're going to stick with it for now. Yeah. I'm going to completely derail the conversation. You just made me think about something today. So on our job site today, we had um, loggers come in, cut down some trees, you know, took the, the wood that they could chip down other stuff that they couldn't use. And um, these guys, you could just tell when I walked up, I guess because I looked like, I mean, I don't know. I mean, I'm a pretty average looking guy. I don't look like anything important. They just like all got timid, very scared. I was just asking them questions about who they were, what they're doing. Like, was there anything that I could do to help them? And they were just kind of looking at me like, was I, I was quizzing them to like, see if like, if they knew the answer. And I'm just like, guys, I'm just trying to figure out what's going on. Like, I don't know what's going on. I'm just coming to ask you, y'all are the experts, you know, what are you doing? I'm trying to learn. I'm young. Like, they're like, oh, okay. We were trying to, we thought you were just trying to see if like we were going to mess up or something. I was like, no. And I was just like, you know, going back to the trades part that you were talking about, Paul, I had a summer with an internship when, you know, I was supposed to be just kind of a, helping the superintendent out, but I ended up being a uh, concrete laborer. And man, you do that first summer. I swear my forearms were like Popeye and they probably weren't, but I was just like, my back was hurting. My arms hurt. Like every part of me was tired. And I was like, these guys and gals have been doing this for 20, 30 years. And I just walked by them and act like they're just other people, but man, they're like, they're superheroes. They get after it every day and their bodies hurt. And they don't ever hear them complain. They bust it every day. So I don't know. You just made me jog that. I don't really know how I'm going to tie that into anything, but I just love how, you know, to me, questions is how you get further in everything. And just like the, the honesty you're talking about, being truthful. Um, if you can do that as a person in construction, if you just ask questions, man, you're going to do really well in this industry. So I'm going to try to tailor into something. Um, so what came first? I know we kind of talked about Cadillac Homes, Cadillac Realty, from the renovation rekindle side, was it the show? Was it the blog? Like what kind of part came first whenever y'all were thinking about this idea and how did it come apart first off? Um, so Cadillac Homes came about, so I had been doing, you know, the real estate for a long time and the construction company kind of at the same time. Um, but we never really crossed the two, I guess. Mm -hmm. um, and then as we started putting our work out on social media, um, it's, it's funny because we started putting videos out and the videos were supposed to be for the real estate company. But I said to him, I don't want to, what if the videos are bad and I, I don't want to put them out. So I said, let's practice on the construction company. So that from putting the videos out, our business just kind of took off from there. So the construction company really grew very quickly cool. from putting our work out on social media. So that was kind of crazy because we, um, you know, we kind of, then just kind of follow that path. And that eventually turned into Cadillac homes and, you know, and eventually everything just kind of, as we were putting more stuff out there and clients, you, you know, putting your, your work out there and putting videos out there, people see who you are. People know who they're calling before they call us. People see, I mean, Paul is hilarious and he does all kinds of weird things. And when he does right. weird things, I video them and I put them on the internet. So <laughs> they're awesome. It's funny. <laughs> like taking showers in the, you know, in the, in the showrooms, um, all of that <laughs> stuff. I'm like, 
where's my phone? Um, so when people call, like they know that there's a pretty good chance that, you know, if we do their project, that there's going to be a video of Paul doing something weird at their house. Um, but or, they, or fun. Or fun. Or fun. I call it fun. Or fun. That's why we <laughs> yeah. call him the CFO. He's the chief fun officer. That's right. So, I like that. <laughs> <laughs> so he's really good at keeping everything, you know, keeping everything light. And because construction can be very, it's a very emotional process. It can be very stressful. You're spending a ton of money. Um, so Paul really brings that, you know, that levity and that fun to the business because I'm very boring. I'm the boring one. No, she, she she's, you know, she's driven. She's, you know, she's yeah. like naive and failing. She comes to me, she's like, this is what we're doing. I'm like, okay. okay. Like, it's not even a thought in her head. Of like, <laughs> yeah. what if we don't, what if this doesn't work? It's not even a thought, right? It's just like, mm. this is what we're doing. We're going to kill it, whatever it is, you know, so um, you know, and I think that that carries through, you know, our jobs and the guys and girls that work with us and, and so forth, you yeah. know, cause like we cause like to say the people that work with us, not for us, cause they can really work wherever they want, but they choose That's to right. work with us and, you know, learning how to give that same respect to people, um, is huge, is huge. Cause you know, sometimes I know some other general contractors are kind of, they would never pick up a broom, you know, they expect, and like, for me, I'm picking up the yeah. broom first. Cause I'm like, I need you guys to do that. I need you guys to paint. I need you guys to do, run the electrical. I'm like, don't worry about this. I will take care of this. And so they know it's a true team effort. Like I'm not better than them. I can't sweep, you know, like, right. I mean, right. come on, let's yep. be real right. here, you know? So um, it's, it's just giving them a general respect and they are so good to us when we're fortunate, they help us pull off these visions um, that happen for people. So, and I, I think real estate and construction are two of the most emotional things that you can actually do. You know, I'm actually just a therapist. Yeah. That's all I do. <laughs> so really? And and it's tough because people like they, you know, mm. contractors in general always don't have a great reputation. So yeah. people are nervous about that. Right. And then it's like, you know, the, the vision of it, they can't, they have a hard time visualizing it. And then of course the language, you know, there's always a, a language barrier in a sense of like, you know, when you talk construction, people don't always know what you're, yeah. you know, the, the terminology. So, you know, the, that language of that, love. That, that thing we, over there that, yeah. Right, right. <laughs> Paul's so good at that, at, you know, because I'll just go into, she goes you know, gibberish yeah. and she goes Paul in, will say what she's saying is. <laughs> yeah, because people don't, you know, they see this glazed over look on their face when she's talking because she just knows everything so well. And um, I, and that's how I was when I first came in. I'm like, what are you talking about? You know, so now I can recognize that look because I had that. And I'm like, do you understand what she means? You know, like, a, you know, like a, you know, if you a gable, you know, you turn on the side of your house, you see that A, that that's your game. Oh, yeah. You know, it's just like layman's terms, just really yeah. breaking it down simple because when they understand it more, they're more comfortable. They're not as stressed. Right. Then they're more they're willing. Calling on yeah. Right. Yeah. They, 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 because people are afraid to ask questions. Yeah. You know, if we say something, they're afraid to ask. They don't want like, to feel like they're dumb because they exactly. don't know the answer. Well, and right. it's, it's crazy because I, I see what you're saying. You know, people's home, like what I love about home building is you're creating, unlike commercial, unlike industrial. I, I'm right now, I'm working in light industrial. Davis is working in commercial or multifamily. It, you know, you, you make that for the masses and it's very generic and it's very plain, but homes like that's, that's the one place where you have a bad day at work. You get to come home and that is your, that's your place where you get to un unravel, relax, be with your family and just, you know, let go of, of everything that happened that day. And so if, if that's not even relaxed, if that's not an easy process, then, you know, your whole life kind of gets all jumbled up and, and janky that you just, you're like, I don't, I don't know what to do anymore. My home was where I could just come and, and be me. And so I, I love what y'all do and y'all get that as well. You know, talk about, talk about that process of just, you know, taking these home buyers uh, through this, 
journey, journey of yeah. of buying a new home or buying land and and renovating it and how do you how do you deal with that how do you work with uh having to build these relationships how important are relationships and what you do in the construction industry you know? I, I mean i'll start first by saying that every construction company should have more females working for them because they're the drivers of a lot of these projects right yeah. the, Usually the, the females want, I, I want a new kitchen, I want the, you know, whatever, yeah. whatever it and is. They know. Yeah. And they know, right. They want their house to run a certain way. They want it to set up a certain way and having a female that knows that and can, you know, speak with them about how they want to do that. I mean, mm-hmm. it's, that's crazy. Cause we've gone to look at projects before and sometimes the wives will be like, we've had four contracts in hand. Not one of them even looked at me and asked me one question. And I'm like, really? Well, I'm sitting here talking to the wife all the time. Cause I'm like, she's the one's making the decisions. Yeah. You know, this right. guy wants a big TV in a garage. That's about it. You know what I mean? Right. So, um, you know, for the most part. So it's like the, the women are the, are the drivers of them, you know, overall. And, mm-hmm. um, you know, I think, you know, they'll, they'll, they'll fight for things more. Sometimes, you know, guys are easy. They'll take the like water, the easiest path, right. They'll just be like, yeah. Oh, that's easy. If we don't have right. to, we won't. Right. <laughs> and, the, and the females will fight that until they get that point that they we just won't leave want. until you agree to do what we want yeah. <laughs> i mean even the guys on the jobs are good because you'll be like i know that we talked about this but can we please change it to this and they're like okay you know they just respond differently to her they're not going to be you know breaking her chops and stuff they you know they do in fun but it's you know they're all they're all really good and respectful and so forth we have uh females too that work on you know our painting crew some of them are females and they're some of the best paints we've had i bet you know Meticulous. yeah so it's totally yeah, it's exactly. It's yeah. wild. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. That's it. The detail this is the right. details, you know, we're, yeah. we're like, Oh, I need a nap and I'm tired. And the female's like, we're going to write that down. We need a nap. You're tired. You're okay. <laughs> yeah. Thank you guys so much for listening to our podcast today. We cannot tell you how thankful we are for every single one of our listeners. And we genuinely want to know and learn about you a little bit more. So if you're interested, uh, maybe sending us a question or just saying, Hey, or wanted to talk to us a little bit, please reach out to us at contact at laying-foundations.com. If you need, if you didn't hear that, didn't understand it, you can go in our show notes and just click on the link and write us an email. Please, we would absolutely love to hear from you. Seriously, me and Davis get excited every single time we get an email from one of our listeners. It, it, it genuinely makes our day. But if you want to find out a little bit more about us uh, via social media, Davis is going to tell you a little bit how to do that. Yeah, thanks, Walker. Guys, like Walker said, Reach out to us any way you can. We appreciate feedback, whether you like it or not. You know, it helps us grow in any way. We're welcome. We're, we're here to listen. And whenever you guys tell us, we're going to try to implement that into our strategy. But how to get in contact with us on social media. We have a LinkedIn account called the Lang Foundations Podcast. We have uh, Walker, Walker Lott's LinkedIn profile. We have Davis Hambrick LinkedIn profile. We have a TikTok page called Lang.Foundations. We have an Instagram page, Lang foundations and then you know that's where we're at these are all down in the in the show notes but guys we just want to put this out there and however you want to get in contact with us we're 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 imploring you please just reach out to us we'll respond we'll get back to you and we want to hear from you that that you're the reason one of the reasons why we're doing this we want to hear from you we want to hear feedback how can we grow and how can we get better because like we said before um receiving accountability and receiving feedback is one of our core values and that defines walker and i at our core we want to hear your feedback and we want to be, be held accountable